Hey everybody, welcome back to the Nerd Like Me podcast. I'm Gory Allen. I'm here with Chris Gladden as always. What's going on, Chris? How we doing? Good, good. Um, man, uh, you know, uh, hope you guys enjoyed those interviews last week, but uh, it's time to, to do a little more nerd talk. Um, it's been, we've got quite a lot of good stuff uh, in the last couple weeks. Uh, we got a, a couple trailers, really, for a lot of new stuff that's going to be coming out next uh, next spring. Yeah, man, we've been in this freaking movie drought. It's for been so, so long sad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, it's, uh, I can't wait for some good movies to come out. Yeah, I, you know, I was, I'm still really disappointed that uh, Disney released Solo this spring. Yeah, um, and that I had to go a winter without Star Wars. It's uh, a cold winter. Yeah, I mean, I guess I shouldn't Star be complaining Wars. because. Before this, I had gone many winters without Star Wars. That's but. that's true, but <laughs> but damn, um, like yeah. they gave us a animated movie, something, man. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it. I don't know. They could have done better, I guess. But regardless, um, I'm. I think we're gonna have like a, the spring is just gonna be nuts. Um, we've got so much coming out. I mean, the spring is going to be overwhelming. Yeah, I mean, we're going to be going to a movie like almost every Friday. We've got uh, Captain Marvel. Um, mm-hmm. We've got Detective Pikachu. Yep. We've got Hellboy. Mm-hmm. We've got Avengers four. We've yep. got Godzilla. Yep. Um, am I missing something? I feel like I'm probably missing. I mean, something. there's probably yeah, you're probably missing something, but I can't think of what it is. <laughs> um, Let's but see here. but yeah, I think um, you know it's just going to be a, a crazy good couple months. Um, those are a lot of movies that I'm really looking forward to. And then and then in, in that later last, that's another one. I know glass. you haven't seen the first one. No, right. I haven't. Unbreakable. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Glass is pretty fantastic. Um, Dumbo, the live action. I mean, some people are going to probably be pretty excited about that. Um, here. Well, when's Lion King and Aladdin? When do they do out? Some Sometime soon. Yeah, I mean, I it's, not gonna be, it's not going to be like two years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so Shazam, I guess, is coming out. Yeah, I guess I, I'm not super April. excited about that. Yeah, but. it's... It could be decent. I've actually heard really good things about uh, about Aquaman. Already, really? So, well, I guess. Uh, I mean, is that this weekend? Yeah, yeah. Maybe we could go see that. Yeah. Um, and and, and report back. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. Um, I'm not, I'm just still not convinced with DC, but we'll see. Um, but anyways, there's it's going to be a, a lot of stuff coming out. Um, and we just kind of got a lot of trailers dropped on us recently. So um, the first and, and, and biggest probably being the Avengers. I wouldn't really call it a trailer. It was more of a teaser. Yeah. Um, they didn't really show anything other than mm-hmm. things we already kind of knew or expected. Right. I think it was just meant to build a little hype. Yeah. Most of it is just Tony Stark in outer space. Yeah. Dealing with being alone. Basically yep. reenacting the movie, uh, what is it, The Martian? Yeah. <laughs> By himself out there. Um yeah, I mean, from what they've shown us, uh, I'm I'm really excited about. It. I mean, I was going to be excited about it whether they showed me a trailer or not. But <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Uh, after after Infinity War, I, you know, I'm going to be excited. Um, yeah. But you know, uh, it's one of those interesting things. We had had a, a discussion recently where uh, someone asked, "What did we think they were going to do for a villain?" And uh, my 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 thought process was, "I think we need to figure out what they're going to do with the heroes first. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. You know, if you guys don't know, I mean, a lot of the contracts for uh, the major superheroes are, are up. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chris Evans is, I remember him, you know, he was, he made a Twitter post, I think, when he was like, I just basically wrapped the last time as Captain America. You know, I'm <laughs> shot the last shot. Yeah. That's, and it's like, man, that's, it's just weird to think, like, what, what's next? So what's next? Right. I, is I it- saw something that said John Cena wants to be the next Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> which the I mean champ, man. is I mean it's crazy, but I'm like shit. Give him a chance. I mean, I I, I can't say that I've hated a lot of his roles <laughs> he's played in movies. I mean, um, you know, I, I'm not gonna say he's the best actor ever or anything like that, but shit, he's definitely got the physique for Captain America. <laughs> that's for sure. I mean, he uh, yeah. Um, it'd be interesting. I don't know. Um. I don't know what they'll even do. Are they just going to be like, all right, restart different universe with yeah. different actors? Or are they going to, is someone going to pick up their mantle? Or, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, what's the. Do they, does everybody just die in this universe in the next Avengers? And they're like, all right, well, here's, uh, here's, uh, universe, uh, 17. <laughs> we're going to go to, we're going to move on over there. And yeah, there's the that's whole kind of what I mean, right? Yeah. Is how do you, how do you go? How do you redo that? Yeah. I mean, you, you have to assume that they're not just going to be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so what, so what's the next thing? And, and really, I mean, we haven't, what other superheroes could they do? They've pretty much got all the big ones. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. you know, it'd be different if they were like, oh, we still got all these guys we could still build stories with. I mean, they've pretty much covered a lot of it. So, um, I saw something the other day that was talking about, uh, how Spider-Man, the, all the Spider-Man movies aren't reboots. They're part of the Spider-Verse. And I was yeah. like, yeah, if you, if, if you look at it that way, I think it's a little is bit that, more interesting. Uh, but, is that how that works? I don't really know. Like, what is, I, I'm, I'm lost on that. I, I mean, know. the Spider-Verse is, is just like separate you universes. Know, universes and stuff like yeah. that. Like, you've got Spider-Man 2099. Um, you've got, I mean, you got Peter Parker, you know, in, I can't think what universe we're in now. Um, yeah, shit. <laughs> I mean, like the, I'm blanking. I know you're like the most recent iteration. Yeah, I feel like a we're we're terrible with names, man. We are uh, we are literally the worst. We need to have references for everything before we start talking about random shit. Well, the problem is we just go on these tangents. Like I never expected to be talking about uh, Tom Holland is his name. Yeah, there we go. Tom Holland, he's a good guy. Yeah, I like him. So I mean, um, that Superman. I mean, Homecoming was the mm-hmm. you know this is gonna be the next one, right? Yeah. So no wait. Far from home is the next yeah, one. Yeah, homecoming was the first one. The first one. Far from home yeah. is the next one. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, uh, I mean, I like it. You know, I I don't know. I just and that's the thing, right? Is he just kind of signed on? Mm. But is, so is he going to be like now he's going to be left alone? That's what I mean. Is it, is it like are we going to reset and and if they redo new Captain America, new Thor, new right. all this other stuff, are we going to see a new Spider Man two or or what's the deal? I um, doubt it. I mean, I, I can't imagine that some of these guys are not going to renew their contracts. I mean, they're making money hand over freaking fist. Yeah, but (laughs) I mean, but uh, it it may not be up to them, right? Yeah, I mean, it may not. I mean, I just have to feel like... But is Disney willing to chance making that call um, to get rid of these actors that people now associate with the franchise, with with those franchises. Yeah. You know, it's a tough call, right? But, but I guess from just from, I don't know. And this is Disney's not one to just do a reboot just to do it. Well, I say that as they're coming out with all these live action versions, but I mean, you're talking about 30 years between, (laughs) Between some of these movies coming out, um, the live action reboots, coming yeah. Out. So, um, granted, I mean, it seems like the 2010s are the years of freaking reboots. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it's kind of funny. Um, and I, I think it's just all it's kind of they, I feel like they've kind of got a good idea. Like, our generation grew up on a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, now we have money, right? Yeah. Um, and it means and we love our kids money. will like it the same right like like you give like like a, a seven year old doesn't understand the concept that Thor was made forty years ago oh yeah they have no idea right 
they just see Thor. Oh, that's mm-hmm. cool. I like I like superheroes, right? Um, so not only do they capture their younger audience still, but because they're doing remakes of all the stuff that we enjoyed growing up, they're also recapturing us as an audience. Right. Um, so it kind of makes sense. Um, because if they just came up with something new, right, well, maybe we wouldn't like it. Yeah. But like, or I wouldn't go see the movie, right? But if I'm like, shit, I remember that movie came out when I was in sixth grade. Like, let's, let's go. I love that thing. Let's yeah. go see it. Absolutely. Um, I mean, nostalgia is just... I mean, it's just so powerful these days. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's always nostalgia has always been kind of a thing. But like, I don't think like pop culture um, has ever been well, as strong as it is. It's now. because communication is is changed so radically, yeah. right? I mean, if you think of our parents' generation, you know, the things that they weren't necessarily going to see movies and playing video games and doing all the things that we've been doing since we were younger. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in, in toys, there wasn't a, a, is there honestly, it just wasn't as diverse. Like there wasn't as, as many niches, as many interests, as many brands, as many s- stories, right? Like right. you had such a, a more, it was Barbie or GI Joe kind of thing, right? Yeah. Um, whereas, like when we were growing up, it was Power Rangers and Star Wars and superheroes, mm-hmm. and I mean, you, that list goes on and on. Transformers. I mean, you can keep naming things that we could have been interested in as kids. Um, so I think that's a lot of the difference too, right? Is what's what do you our parents' generation? What are you going to make them nostalgic about? Barbies yeah. and GI Joes. Well, that's it. I mean, there's not just this, oh, well, we didn't do this one yet, or we still have this. And, and like I said, those those concepts still work for the younger generations, too, if you make them modern. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that you could necessarily show a kid the original Transformers uh, cartoon and have them be interested in that, or the original Godzilla and have them be interested in that. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe they would. Um, but I know that if they modernize it, that concept still works. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know? I mean, they're um, telling the same, they're telling similar stories. Yeah. You know, yeah. whether they reboot it or not. I mean, it's, they're these a lot of these stories are just kind of being retold in slightly different ways maybe a different character is doing one thing or another but i mean when it all comes down to it it's still still the core is the the same right yeah Yeah. i mean the art style um i think is going to be a little bit more generational specific sure um and whether you like that or not is probably just going to be dependent on your generation i mean maybe um you know i mean of course you know Older people can pr- appreciate newer newer art, but it's harder it's hard for to go younger people yeah. to appreciate older art. Now, I'm not just saying that because you know now I'm becoming an older guy, and but like when I look at stuff that's older, I mean well, I sure. don't appreciate. I mean it as we've much. all we've all probably watched the movie and said, "Oh, that didn't age well." Yeah, I mean 100. Mm-hmm. percent You know, it's not just art; it's special effects, it's the way things were shot and directed, and yeah. I mean all, all these stylistic choices. A lot of them just are, like you said, they're generational, mm-hmm. um, and, and things honestly have just progressively improved so to look at something that i mean it'd be like looking at the first cell phone and being like what's that piece of garbage you know i mean things just evolve so much and and, in in general things evolve in a positive direction Mm -hmm. um so it's hard to go backwards a lot of times but it's certainly easier to go forwards Mm -hmm. you know it's easier for somebody that watched um you know the thundercats tv show to look at the new one and be like that looks fucking cool you know i mean but it'd be a lot harder to show a kid that maybe at age seven they're they're going to see that for the first time or something the new new edition of something and then going back and showing the old one they're like what is this this is garbage yeah absolutely um so i mean it makes sense um and honestly i i feel like we've and maybe this is just nostalgia speaking for me but we've got so many good stories universes characters you name it out there that like i'm fine with seeing more of it um 
like honestly, I like I guess my, my, my point being is if, if they had not remade anything and instead they were just like, Nope, we're just gonna make a new IP each time. Mm-hmm. Think about how how why like how much shit there would be out there. Not yeah. shit isn't bad, but shit isn't stuff. Like yeah. there would just be so many different movies and so many different video games and it's like, man, like what's the would I don't even know. Like honestly I'm almost willing at this point to say I don't even like I wouldn't even be willing to like learn it. You know? Yeah, I mean that's true. If you really want I mean that that is that is a good point because I mean people do want new stories and they do want different um ideas but when you start talking about like different universes and yeah. stuff like that, like I mean like there's a lot of stuff that I like, but I'm not I'm not going you know, deep into it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like He-Man when I was a kid, but I don't know everything about He-Man, and I'm not even going to try, because there's just, I mean, there's just too much in that. And, I mean, even, I mean, even if you just want to talk about Marvel, I mean, you can divide that up into different generations of Marvel. Sure. And whatnot, and if you want to learn about all that, um, you know, it's completely different, uh, depending on what, uh, you know, time period you you really look at Marvel. Um, And then... I mean, I mean, just any of these IPs. So yeah, I definitely agree with you. I mean, if we had a new uh, Avengers every, you know, a, you know, obviously they wouldn't be called the Avengers, but a new type of Avengers, a new every superhero years, you know, universe, you know, you're different, yeah. I think it would be. I think it would. It would, it would definitely struggle because you're having to reestablish completely new characters. Yep. You're having to come up with ways to make people appreciate those. That's characters the thing, again. right? Is to a certain extent, like you, like even if you don't call it Star Wars, if you make yeah. another um, kind of melodramatic space opera. Like, it's Star Wars. Yeah. Like, so every single person is going to take your product and compare it. Yeah. So unless it is just worlds and above of what we've had before, like, it's just not going to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if, if if me and you were just like, all right, we're going to make a nerd like me heroes. Yeah. We're going to make comics and movies. If they weren't absolutely freaking amazing somehow, and we, I don't even, you know, I don't, to even think about the fact that you, we would try and do that, just like, well, how would, I mean, I think would, the '90s shows that part. What you're, what you're talking about perfectly because the '90s they tried to make all these insane characters, yeah, and they just man, did they just start running out of ideas? Yeah, you and know that's, what I mean? that's my point, right? Is like, what what would we even do? Like, like think I can't, even from a business perspective, I can't imagine walking in somewhere and be like, "All right, you guys ready for this idea? We're gonna make some superheroes, right. and they're gonna look at us like we're idiots because mm-hmm. they're like, you guys realize that you know." this is a billion dollar industry already and all the major players are already established. Like, yeah. I mean, it's just like, what are we going to make a fast food joint with burgers and fries? And they're going to, yeah. you know I mean? When McDonald's and Burger King and Wendy's already exist. Mm-hmm. Um, now I will say though, um, in that you can carve out some little niches. Oh, it's, um, um, yeah. And it's there, just hard. There, yeah. There's been, but there's been some really good stuff that's come out, um, in the last couple of years, um, from some of the, the smaller, um, companies. Um, and they're obviously not making, you know, big budget money, but Saga is one of them. I can't, I don't know if I've ever talked about Saga on here, but it's a, it's an interesting story, um, basically about this guy and, uh, his girlfriend. She's like an alien demon kind of thing, and they're like constantly on the run from the law, and it's it's just this crazy story that kind of reminds me of like an old, like a 1990s like MTV cartoon. Like it kind of has that feel of like Aeon Flux or something like yeah, yeah. that, or the Max, um, 
and uh, it's just kind of wild. And it's if you've never heard of Saga, um, you know, if you're listening to this, I really suggest if you're looking for something new to read, I really suggest you read it from um, a comic standpoint. From right? a comic standpoint, and you can get it in, um, you know, you can get it in like the hardcover like compilations. I think yeah, they yeah. have two sets of them now, um, and it's it's really good. I, I would be really surprised if we didn't see a yeah, movie come I, out of this. I mean, um, and maybe right, but again, it's one of those things where if you do make this content. You're trying to butt heads with these guys. Mm-hmm. Like the content that you do make has to be either so good that it's undeniable, yeah, or it has to, like you said, carve out a new niche. Like mm-hmm. even if it's small, yeah. right? If it's something that we've never really seen before, there's a new spin on something or whatever. But you know, at the end of the day, like I said, really, there's a lot of crossover and a lot of things. Yeah. Um, but there's ideas. not. I mean, there hasn't been a new superhero that's come out that people have just been like, oh. well, it's because, like, like I said, it's like these there? little niche things yeah. where it's like this saga is like this crazy adventure of these two people and their kid, um, and the kid should have never existed, and you know, it's yeah. just it's this like just far out story. Um, but it's not your stereotypical. But it's not I'm, a superhero. Yeah, like, it's you know not your I mean? stereotypical. Like, I'm going to put on some yeah. uh, a leotard and right. Nobody's wearing tights or anything like that. I will say that it is a mature book. Like if, you know, I would not suggest you give this to your like 13 year old kid if they're looking for a new comic to read or something like that. Like it needs to be somebody that's mature. Yeah. Um, You know, I think there might actually be like very mild nudity in it. Like there's not anything crazy, but there is like, I think the front cover is actually, I mean, I guess this is kind of controversial, but it's like a baby like nursing and mm. like so there's like an exposed breast there's no areolas or anything like that but it's just you know i mean that just kind of gives you an idea yeah that there's there's more to this thing than <laughs> yeah then you than just see your in, typical in comic superman book. Yeah. yeah yeah um but yeah i mean uh, you know i'm real so i'm really interested i think you know the next 10 years probably you know 2020 to 2030 i mean i can't even i can't even I just don't even want to fathom what's going to be coming out in those. At those I know. Times. I mean, you don't want. I do, I actually do, right? Because I like these kind of points <laughs> where it's like, all right, we can't keep redoing Batman and Superman. Like, what's next? What's the next? Yeah, Avengers. What's the next? Mm-hmm. You know, Star Wars. I hope we don't see Star like Wars, Wildcats. The, the good thing about Star Wars <laughs> is that you know we've got there's such a broad universe that they just haven't captured, right? Oh yeah. I mean, they, we've, sure we've got the video games, we've got books, we've got all that stuff, but from a film perspective, we just it's just not existed. Yeah. And there's so much that we can cover. Mm-hmm. Um, and same, the same could be said for superheroes, right? Absolutely. But but you run into the problem of we're having those stories all involve the same people. The glory in Star Wars is you can go back thousands of years, have mm-hmm. a Star Wars story that has lightsabers and the Force, or none of those things. Yeah. But you could have those same elements, um, but you could have literally a whole different cast, mm-hmm. and, and, it, and there's none of those continuity problems. Whereas, like, you, I just think that's the problem we're going to run into with these superhero franchises: is what are we going to do? Like, like when you get to that point where it's like Chris Evans is done, and and Tony, you know. Um, Robert Downey Jr. is no longer Tony Stark. Like, now what? Yeah, yeah, there's plenty of Iron Man stories that we can turn into a film adaptation. Mm-hmm. But how do we make that the adaptation work from a just a continuity standpoint yeah. in the universe? And, I, and I'm, I really dislike where it's like there's just no explanation. Where all of a sudden there's just a movie and Iron Man is someone different. Yeah. And, and we haven't. There's no discussion. There's no, you know, even... Um, maybe not an end movie discussion about it. And you know, I don't necessarily need there to be like a disclaimer at the beginning. Like now we're in a different universe. Like, yeah. you know, but I mean, maybe some, 
um, some background or something like, well, we're switching universes or, or, you know, I don't know. I just feel like they're smart about it and they probably got a plan. I'm sure. Um, yeah, I mean, they have to, have they, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's Disney. Yeah, I sure. Mean. <laughs> so they've, they've got a plan. There's no doubt in my mind. Um, but I'm curious to see where like the next 10 years, what we really start. To what see I there. would really like to see is for them to stop taking these stories and just making one or two movies out of them. I wish that they would take these stories and make a series of movies out of them and they don't and it doesn't you don't even have to say hey this is the phoenix saga you know what i'm saying like you don't even have to tell people that you just start telling that story and then over three or four movies it develops it develops and i I think that that would be a much better way for them to go about it because instead of it just being like oh shit this is the infinity gauntlet you know storyline it's okay there's this new villain um, here's what he's got going on. Um, you know, what is going to come next? It leaves some, some, some mystery to it, you yeah. know, because if, if we just go and say, this is the age of apocalypse movie, um, like the age of apocalypse was like quite a few comics long and it was condensed into one, mo- one terrible movie. Um, and you already know what's going to happen. Like, I mean, yeah. if you've already, I mean, if you've already read the comics, of course you really are going to well, know what and happens. Th- and there's, there's another aspect to that, which is they don't necessarily need to follow the comics. Yeah. But I mean, there's, there's so many stories that I think that they should well maybe um, I mean they I'm, I guess my point is I'm not saying they should just abandon them drop them and say screw it Wolverine's now gonna do something that we've never seen before right I guess my point is more let's borrow from that right like, like yeah. we have this whole entire well, I mean that is what they do I mean they don't they don't take the stories verbatim so but I, I mean I hear what you're saying yeah I I, I agree that take you know, the concept for to, a character yeah. take the overarching plot mm-hmm. and then kind of plug it in your own way mm-hmm. um, so that that way I mean maybe even have it in differently I mean that's my point I guess is you know from for, for comic fans like yourself that have already read these things and know a lot about the universe like you pretty much know end result yeah you may not know the specifics yeah maybe conversations will be different or actions a little different mm-hmm. or whatever but you know the, the overarching plot you know what they're going through what the hurdles right. they're going to face and how it's going to end which to me takes a lot of it out of it for you as a fan or at least it would for me if i like i already kind of know what's going to happen right um you know Whereas, I mean, regardless, so you're you're still gonna, and this is where they kind of got you, right? Is you're still gonna go see it because, yeah, you might have read the comic, but you want to see that mm-hmm. on on a big screen. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I think I, I just think that this is like we're gonna see kind of a turning point in this industry in the next couple of years, where like they've got to figure out a way to to keep this thing going. Yeah. Um. To keep the momentum that they've built mm-hmm. because they've got it really good. And I think the this next Avengers movie is, is honestly like the peak and the crescendo of that. Um, and we're going to need to see like what next. You can either drop that momentum, right? And, and whatever you do next kind of falls on its face. Yeah. Because it's not going to live. It just immediately doesn't live up to what the precedent you've already set. Or you, you know, you do something great and you keep that going. But yeah. It's just going to be very difficult for them to do, especially if they're going to have to change actors and all this kind of stuff. Right. And that's why, you know, like I said, what what I was explaining earlier, I think that if they didn't look at it like this is the Phoenix saga, this is the Age of Ultron saga, you know, this is, uh, 
you know, um, what is it, Onslaught Saga, you know, all these different these different stories or Secret Wars, you know, that kind of stuff. If they told those stories without telling you that's what it was, I think that people would be a lot more engaged in it. Um, like, the way that they kind of started up to Infinity War, I think, was really good. Like, you start... Like these movies you're have piecing stuff together. Like, yeah, exactly. Like Thanos is there, and you're like, "Who the yeah. fuck's this guy?" Yeah, exactly. Right, like, yeah. So if you don't know anything about Thanos, like that's really exciting. The way that they kind of had those little tidbits, I thought was exciting. But what bothered me was that they came out with Infinity War and just call, straight up called it Infinity War, and it's like, well, this is obviously going to be when they finally clash. I don't think they should have done that. I think that they should have taken it and kind of hidden it within. The story. Yeah, I was. On, I'll be honest. Um, I, you know, after Age of Ultron and the movies that uh, in, in chronological order came after Ultron, I was kind of surprised that the next Avengers movie was like, oh, well, Thanos is out. He's, he's he's at it. Yeah. Like because you know, in my mind, it was like he's there's still some Infinity Stones for him mm-hmm. to start collecting. Like, but then the beginning of that movie, it's like, oh yeah, I've got two of them. Yeah. Like what? Yeah, you know, exactly. I, I was kind of waiting for this kind of a little bit slower of a build up yeah. where it was like you know, and honestly, I was. I, I would have much rather had another movie where they tackled maybe a smaller villain, and in the cutscenes you're seeing Thanos go get these other Infinity Stones right. or something, um, and then like, like maybe- each movie there's like a few more minutes of Thanos in the story. So right. like the first one, you know, you just kind of see you kind of see him in that end credits thing, yeah. and then the next movie there's like two minutes of Thanos. Yeah. The next movie, there's like five minutes of Thanos. The next movie, there's like 10. And then finally, you know, the next movie, you're like, you know, is Thanos even, you know, is he really going to be in this movie or what? And then it's like, all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, this is like, they're kicking, like Thanos is kicking the shit out of all, he just, all the Avengers. He just punched Hulk in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's a surprise. Like that's, that's some, I mean, I know that they wanted to hype up Thanos because there's a lot of people that are really into him, but I think that they had such great momentum with all of this that they didn't need to even tell you Thanos was going to be in that movie and you'd have had just as many people Oh yeah, there. 100%. Yeah. Um, and I think that people would have been much more excited if they showed up to the movie, they saw a trailer that was like the Avengers 4 trailer where it's like, there's not really too much going on. Like, you know something, that there's something going on. We don't know on. what's going to happen. And then all of a sudden, like, it's a full-blown war with Thanos. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like, holy crap, I was not expecting this at all. Yeah, no, you I'm know? 100%. And that's, I think that that's where they really missed the mark with all this. And, you know, I mean, is it going to cost them any money in the long run? No, it's probably not. But from a storytelling perspective... It's better, right? It's 100% and, and it, better. And, and just getting people more excited. Because if you leave these things vague and you're not saying that, you know... You don't again, set expectations. I mean, yeah. that's the biggest thing. And, you, and you're able to capture your plot twists. And I mean, it's just... it's right. Like you said, it's more effective storytelling. I mean, one of the worst trends that we've seen in cinema, I think, in the last 10 years... Is like the overwhelming use of trailers, the spoiler trailers. Yeah, yeah, and it's just just like, okay, so now what? Like, I kind of know what's going to happen. Like, you know, you you get, you know, let's say the the trailer's four minutes long, and you get two minutes from the beginning of the movie, two minutes from the middle, you know, or like the the kind of the the front middle, two two minutes from the the Mm kind of back middle, and then two minutes from the end. It's like, yeah. 
well, fuck, like, I don't even really need to see the movie. Like, I got pretty much snapshots of everything that's happening. Yeah. Maybe it's not in order or whatever, but it's easy enough to figure out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, and I, and I think um, it's just a, it's a human nature thing, too. Like, when you go into something you don't know, like, you're more any little thing is going to be more exciting. Yeah. But the more you see, the more you set that expectation of, mm-hmm. oh, well, I saw this in the trailer, so I hope they go this direction. Yeah. And that doesn't happen. You're like, well, that's this is a movie stupid. It didn't yeah. do what I wanted it. I to. mean, I really don't like. I get that they want to present these characters that people are excited about, but I think that they, I think they need to step back with some of this, you know, some of these spoilers and just just give people trailers like they used to, which is just like there is a clash going on. You know, there's these, you know, these people are going to be a part of it, but you don't know what exactly that clash is and like what yeah. exactly honestly, happening. it's kind of funny. Because like I'm thinking and I'm like, man, what did trailers used to be like? And it's been so long since we've really seen yeah. a good one that mm-hmm. it's like I don't really know. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, I wish that, that that would be something that they would work on for sure. Yeah. Um, and it's hard, you know. I mean, it's almost impossible. It's one of these things where, like, not only is it difficult just to avoid them. Yeah. You know, between scrolling through Facebook and, and being on YouTube and and whatever else, like it's just hard to not see the big trailers. Yeah. Um, but secondly, from a fan perspective, like knowing that's out there and everybody's talking about it, and you're like, fuck, I just want to watch it. Yeah. Like I don't think like it doesn't really serve me to watch it. Yeah. Because I'm hyped about the movie anyways. Yep. Like you, I could never even you could you they could call me a week before the next Star Wars comes out and be like, hey man, it comes out Friday. Like, cool, see you there. Like, right. sight unseen, doesn't matter, I'm going, yeah. right? Um, with no notice, like, it's going to happen. So, what? so, but, like, if, but even if there's, like, so how do I avoid that? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. but, but six months from there, like, they don't need to show me anything to make me want to go. Right. But they do. I mean, but what's the, what's the best advertisement? What's the best way to advertise to anybody? I mean, that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where Word you're Word of mouth yeah, is the well, best advertisement. If I tell you this movie's awesome. I'm going to go see it. Yeah. You, I, I guarantee that your chances of going to watch that movie are a hundred times more than if you just saw a trailer. Yeah. Like, I mean, you might already be convinced. Yeah. But, but see, if I tell you that you need to go see this movie, yeah, it, it's certainly if effective. I tell you, you're not going to believe what, you what happens yeah. in this movie. You're not going to believe who the Avengers fight in this movie or like, hey, it's finally here, man. You need to go see this movie. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that, 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 high, that but build that, up. The problem with that, though. And this is it, is that that does not get them their big opening night numbers. Yeah, I mean, that's true. That's the biggest problem. I mean, I'll be the, the straightforward. That has to be the issue with that, right? Yeah. Because I 100% agree. Like, that's, there's no better way to build hype than through the, the population. But right. but the most important thing is your customer, Disney, if you're listening to this. <laughs> the most important thing is your customer. And the second most important thing is telling a good story. Yeah. And the best way to do that is to not tell me the story before I go see the story. Before I go see it. Um and and it's even better if I don't have any clue what's going on. Like I want to see cool stuff happen in a trailer. Like I want to see a couple cool action scenes. You but know? like they're ambiguous. But they're very ambiguous. Like, like Captain America's punching something in right. the face, or he, you know, or or Iron Man's blowing something up. It's yeah. like okay, we know that's going to happen. Right. Like you can't tell me we're going to have an Avengers movie and and Scarlet Witch isn't going to throw something across the screen. Mm-hmm. But you I don't sh- know the specifics you of that. Can su- you can show some struggle in these things too, without without revealing like who's causing it. And granted, Disney's not terrible about this. They're not. They're really not. They're that not the bad worst. About it. They're not the worst. Um, but I mean, you know, you can show struggle 
without showing who is causing that struggle. You know what I'm saying? Like you can show that the Avengers are getting their butts kicked in in a um in a trailer without ever showing Thanos in it. Yeah. You could even just showing his minions, like that would be fine. Like if the trailers just showed all of Thanos's minions and never showed Thanos whatsoever in it, like you would still be kind of excited because it's like, man, these these dudes are kind of cool. like they're like kicking, you know, kicking yeah. their butts in this in in this trailer and you know, they're doing all this and that. And then you go see the movie and it's like, "Oh, oh it's shit. not just them." Yeah. <laughs> they're yeah, not very misleading. <laughs> you know, and I think that I think that misleading and misdirection um in something like a trailer is important as long as you're not lying to the people. I think that's and I think that that's a lot of people's issues with um the last Jedi's trailers and yeah. um because I feel like they those trailers told a different story oh, 100% than the movie told. Um yeah, I mean we were going to see Rey being trained by Luke. Yeah. You know, we were seeing Kylo Ren destroying shit, right? right? I mean, he was he was destroying his mask, and he was. I mean, we, you know, I think I remember there was a scene of him flying as his Tie Fighter, mm-hmm. you know, through the the ship and and putting his finger on the fucking fire button. Yeah, I mean, there was you know there was stuff like that, and then none of that really happened. Yeah. So again, Disney, I know you're listening to this because everybody listens to our podcast. I think that you guys need to just reconsider the way you do trailers. Yeah, well, we'll, and, well, let's uh, hope so. You know, I can. You know, if you want me to come down to Florida or wherever you guys are recording, <laughs> yeah, we will nowadays, help you edit. Or, and uh, I will. I will happily give you advice on telling a good we, story. We are. We uh, a nerd like me. We we would uh, the nerd like me podcast would gladly be consultants for you. Yeah, absolutely. Um. But yeah, I mean, so I mean, speaking of trailers and nostalgia and all that, I mean, and reboots, I mean, really, I mean, mm-hmm. that's basically everything that we're kind of talking about. Um, you know, the, the next one up that I'm super pumped about is Godzilla. Oh yeah, I, know. I mean, we've been talking about this since yeah, uh, and, San and, Diego uh, Comic Con. So. Yeah, and it's one of those things that uh, it's kind of funny. After this last trailer, I kind of mentioned, and you disagreed, which is fair. Um, but I'm almost a little more hyped for this Godzilla movie than I am for the Avengers movie. Yeah, I mean, if. Uh I were ten years old, I'd probably be. Well, call me out ten years. I'd I'd much rather be ten years saying, old than I am right I'm, now. I'm not saying. That. Yeah, I'm just saying that like that's when I was really into Godzilla and stuff like that. Like that's when like yeah, but ten year old me, man. If you mentioned Godzilla, dude, I would be I, I would be jumping on your shoulders like cheering. <laughs> like when are we going to see this movie? You know, yeah. I, I would be so excited, and 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 I am excited for. For Godzilla, except for I still need to watch the first freaking movie. Yeah, yeah, I've, we've been talking about I've that. I've got that on my Plex server, so we should yeah, be we'll, able to watch that. Actually, we need to get we, we need can, to watch uh, it. Soon. Just uh, we'll get the app on your phone. We can stream it down here. Okay, from my computer. Yeah, um, but yeah, man, it's it's unbelievable. Um, the first one, and it's not unbelievable. It's good. Um, but it did necessary setup. There was maybe a little bit too much focus on the human element, but that's actually pretty mm-hmm. typical for a Godzilla movie. Um. And, but this the new one, man. I, just the visuals are freaking amazing. Yep, I have not seen any uh, kaiju or giant robot, giant monster, giant mm-hmm. whatever aliens. Like no movie has matched the visuals that I've seen in that two minute trailer, yeah. three minute trailer. And you've um, got uh, you've got Millie Brown, which a lot of people are huge yeah. fans of from uh, Stranger Things. Of yep. eleven, eleven yep. from Stranger Things. Um, you know. Uh, I don't know how much you know how big of a part she plays in it, but I mean she's it seems featured she, she's a couple featured times pretty yeah. big in the in the trailer. Um, I kind 
I'm kind of, you know, with what we just talked about, I'm kind of on the fence about how I feel about them revealing so many of the kaiju um, in the trailer. Um, yeah. Because I, do, I don't know that's showing five of the kaiju out, you know, or or however many they ended up showing. Like, you could have shown, shown one. You could have shown us Mothra. Yeah, I mean, how many... I don't know if I'd lead off with Mothra. Well, outside of King Ghidorah, which is going to be the main villain, uh, at least from yeah. what we've seen. I'm just and saying... honestly, this is the other thing. We don't actually know, right? Oh, yeah. We've also seen snapshots of other things that could be kaiju in mm-hmm. the movie that may be the main villains, and we just don't yeah. know it. But I'm just saying, like, I think that you could sell, you could have sold just as many t- tickets... With Rodan with, or something. ...with one as you would with revealing all of, you know, all the ones that they've revealed. And and my problem with them revealing so many is that I'm now I'm expecting to see them. So if they play a very tiny role in it, when suck. I finally see it, I'm just going to be like, man, especially, especially if the, you know, the 1% of people that this might have added show up because their favorite uh, kaiju shows up. And then that's, that's the kaiju that, you know, gets 20 seconds of screen time, they're going to be really disappointed. You know, um, I mean, I'm not going to say that they wouldn't want to come back and watch another one, but that's the kind of stuff that you spoil in these trailers. And, uh, you know, it, it, it takes, I think it takes away from the movie. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, how much more in awe would you be if when you when you went and saw that movie, you know, they revealed, you know, that there are 10 freaking kaiju in this movie, but you were only expecting one. You know, how much more wonder would that add to the movie for you? Because you're, I mean, at, at that time, you're, you know, right, you know, when we were watching the trailer, you know, it's like, oh, dude, you know, what's his name's in this? And, you know, that's really cool. And then you get to the movie and you're, you're not going to have that experience. You already know that all of these people, you know, all of these characters are in the movie. Um, so it's 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 just a little little disappointing that they would reveal that. Um, but the trailer does look awesome. I mean, if you haven't watched it yet, you, I mean, watch it unless you don't want any spoilers, which I don't I don't blame anybody. I'm the kind of guy that. I don't actually like watching trailers if it's important. So, yeah. Um, do you have anything else to say about the Godzilla? Well, trailer? so it's kind of interesting. So the the director, um, he, I guess they did also new theatrical trailers or not trailers, posters. Okay. Um, and I guess there's there's some that feature each of the kaiju. Um, and the director, when he really, I guess he released them on Twitter or something, and he he put Bible quotes with all of them, which I thought was kind of an interesting touch. Hmm. Um, for Rodan, and it says, For the beast that comes up out of the abyss will make war with them and overcome them and kill them. Um, for Mothra, he said, Then from the smoke came locusts on the earth, and they were given power like the power of scorpions over the earth. They were told not to harm the grass or any green growth or any tree, but only those of mankind. And then uh, for Ghidorah, he said, They have as king over them the angel of the abyss, a star fallen from heaven to earth. He opened the shaft of the bottomless pit, and from the shaft rose smoke like that of a great furnace, and the sun and the air were darkened. And I'm like, man, those are all such dark, yeah, like <laughs> apocalyptic overtones. It's like, man, we're going to see some good shit. I, hope, <laughs> that, I really hope that's so. the kind of inspiration the director was yeah. taking into kind of creating these monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, so I... Yeah, I mean the posters look amazing. I don't you you obviously can't see them, um, but like Rodan looks insane. Um, really, all of them just good, just really good design. I mean Mothra, they they really did a good job. Kind of it's it's everything's turquoise and kind of like illuminated, you know, kind of glow in the dark kind of yeah. looking. It's Mothra. Yeah, it's kind of funny because Mothra was always so goofy. Like I remember those. Uh, I mean, it's I a giant moth. Like, I mean, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, but I mean, back back in like the old school, like the old school movies. I mean, 
that he always had like those little priestesses that were like dancing and singing yeah. like the song and shit to yeah. worship him, and it was, uh, it was just crazy. Did you ever play that game, um, Primal Rage? Yeah, yeah, I think absolutely. it was on like Sega, and yeah. you had your like your little people down there, yeah. and you could like you could I think you, you could, could actually them. step on your yeah, own people yeah. and and your opponents. People. I used to love that game, man. But I, play, I always game. played the Velociraptor. That and Rampage dude. was fun. Rampage, man. Yeah, dude. Uh, Walmart has these uh, um, little consoles arcade, yeah. arcades on sale right now they're like 200 bucks and it comes with Rampage and like three other games on it um, I'm, I'm really tempted to pick that up and put it in the garage <laughs> <laughs> I need to clear out some room in the garage but I dude I used to cool. love Rampage yeah man that was um, and there's a Street Fighter one too I know I'm kind of <sighs> going off but no I mean I just have never been a, a fighting game guy but um, but yeah those are I mean Rampage is fun because I like. But you're talking about spending all this money on this uh, Nintendo Switch. Well, because there, there's more things that you can do, right? I mean, it's not just fighting games and Super Smash Brothers. I mean, there's is there. Yeah, there is. is there. Yeah, Mario let, let Kart. Us know, let us know in the comments if you feel like there's more than Super yeah. Smash Brothers. Uh, um, you know, according to Zach and Cardinal, this is poised to become one of the best mobile consoles of all time. Yeah. And I, I don't doubt it. Um, I'm just looking forward to. I mean, like I said, even Mario Party and, and yeah. Mario, and I mean, you know, most. It's kind of funny because I, you know, we've talked about this before too. Where like, um, we just, I just don't have time to develop to what I would call quote unquote a serious video game. Mm-hmm. I hate to call it that, but you know, I can't sit down and play a competitive game because yeah, I just you can pop in Mario. That's for my a point. It's like I miss video game. Like I miss it. Um, I, I, but I just don't have. The, you know, four hours a day to play a game to be good enough at it yeah. to really enjoy it. Like, I'm not going to enjoy Counter Strike if I get to play for 40 minutes a day. Yeah, because I'm just going to suck. Because I did you play Super Mario World? I did not. I would. There's so there's a Super Mario. It's basically that game, but the newest version of it, yeah, like yeah. on the Switch. That's one I would consider getting because that's that's going to be a lot of fun. And it, it's one of those games that's kind of like a bite sized game because it's yeah. you know each individual little level and you just kind of unlock the map. Yeah. Um. But I mean, I go back and play Super Mario World still to this. Yeah, day. and I mean, you know, I mean, honestly, like I, I've taken my. I bought a 3DS, and I have been playing Chrono Trigger at at lunch all week. Oh, Um, yeah. So it's like, shit, I mean, honestly, I could take the Switch and play the Switch. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's, you know, there's no, nothing really stopped me from doing that, so... Um, but I'm, I'm looking forward to being able to do that. Like, there's no way that I could play, like I said, a quote unquote serious competitive game. Right. I mean, Smash Brothers, you know, I obviously could do that on the Switch, but I couldn't play like a first person shooter on the PC at work on lunch. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just not going to happen. So, um... Right. You know, I couldn't play WoW, really. Like, how am I going to do that? I have to mm-hmm. bring in a laptop, and, I mean, it would just be a, a giant hassle. Um, so, you know, I'm kind of looking forward to the Switch, because I think it's going to be a, a good way to kind of get back into some video gaming. And plus, you know, I've never really been, I, I've never, not that I've never been a Nintendo fan, I just never have had Nintendo products. Yeah. Like, growing up, my parents, we they bought us a PlayStation, so I didn't have an N64. They sure as hell weren't going to buy us both. Right. They bought me a PlayStation 2. We didn't get a GameCube. I wasn't going to get both. Mm-hmm. Um, you know... I never really wanted a Wii because I thought the motion stuff was gimmicky, um, yep. and it, it was seriously underpowered compared to like a PS3 and an Xbox 360. So I really had no desire. Um, so what's it, interesting about that though is I think isn't the Wii like the top selling system of like it is all of all time? time? Yeah, I mean 
Which is good. I mean, I mean that's, makes, just, it, it that's makes just amazing. Sense. It makes that, sense, right? Because yeah. it, 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 it expands generations. Mm-hmm. It can get people from every generation into a room doing something together. Yeah. It's a very social experience. But that's not why I played video games. Oh, no, I understand. So, I'm just saying that it's yeah. interesting that they took, you know, they carved their own little area yep. of, uh, well, they, of they, yeah, video games. Whereas, you know, and, and they just let Xbox and, Sony and PlayStation just kind of fight over. Yep. The rest of the territory because they're basically button heads the whole time. Where yep. Nintendo's just like, well, now we're over here. We're still going to just keep making what we make because it works. Yep. Um, and you guys just do whatever you're going to do over there. So you know, but the Switch, I think it, you know, does it look as good as my PC? Absolutely not. Does it look as good as a PS4? Probably not. Um, but it looks good enough. Um, you know, I, th- I thought Smash Brothers looked pretty good. Uh, Zelda, I will say, watching you play a little bit of when what was it? What was it? Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. It looked okay, but you could definitely tell that the console was struggling to to run that game. Yeah, um, which is going to be a problem for me. You know, I, it's like I don't know that like if my frame rate starts. I don't know dropping. if you'll note. I don't know if you'll notice as much if you're playing because I, I I didn't really see it um, as much while I was playing just because I was more focused yeah. on What's going what on? I was focused on than the grass. You know, because that's kind of what I saw was kind of. No, nah, your character was stuttering a little bit. Really? Yeah, and like it's so really where it is is when you were panning so. And it's because of uh, what's called occlusion. So what happens is when your character's looking forward, you have a, a field of vision, right? Mm-hmm. So from, let's say, uh, 90, no, shit, maybe if we're at zero, you're from like... Like 135 like two, degrees. Yeah, 135 like degrees in front of you, right? You can see. That's all that's rendered in that world yeah. at that point in time. Everything behind you is kind of cool, actually, if you've never looked at a video of occlusion working. Um, you can actually like Google it, and you'll see it on YouTube. There'll be like a character with a little cone illuminated in front of them, and you actually see the entire world kind of pop into existence. Yeah. And then behind them, there's just nothing, Yeah. Um, which is the smart way to do it, right? But the, so, so where you see performance is where you're when you're going to turn quickly and you're panning the camera, you're changing that, that arc, the field of vision arc very quickly. Mm-hmm. And and then that's when you're going to notice frame drops because all of a sudden the console has to render in everything that is now in the in the in that field of view. Yeah. Um, if you're just running straight, it's not going to be that crazy unless like, I mean, because occlusion is very good these days, right? Like we're talking, if there's a rock in front of you, nothing on the other side of that rock's rendered. <laughs> if there's a tree in the way, nothing behind that tree is rendered. Yeah. So like when you come around that rock, now all of a sudden it's got to render everything else. Right. Um, and some of that can be stored into RAM and in video RAM and stuff like that. But um, that's where you're going to notice a lot of the performance differences. If you're just like out in an open field and you're running forward, probably not going to have that many frame drops because all that stuff's already rendered. Right. Um, and, and it's in memory, right? It's when you got to, oh shit, we're going to, <laughs> now we're going 90 degrees to the right. I've got to unload all this stuff from my memory, load all these new assets into mm-hmm. my memory and render all those. That's when you're going to see the performance struggle. Um, so that's where I was noticing it in that game. Um, and I may just be picky because I've been playing on a PC for so long that like that just isn't a thing. Yeah. Um. Like I like I, I don't remember the last time. Like I mean, a 1080. You know, uh, what is it, the my graphics card costs twice as much as. Well, the I was console. just gonna say it's like twice the size of the console. I mean, not twice. It's about it, it's the, the same, same size. size as the yeah. Console, I mean, and, and, so. and its entire job is it just <laughs> yeah. just just, just rendering, just rendering, right? <laughs> exactly. Um. And, and you know, and then uh, yeah, I mean, it's not a fair comparison, certainly, but it it'd be like you know, well. Um, I've been driving Bentleys my whole life, and now you're going to put me in a Honda Accord. Mm. doesn't mean that a Honda Accord isn't a nice car. Right. It just means that it's not going to drive and feel exactly like that Bentley's going to drive. Right. Um, 
So you know I, that's where but it, I'm. But it could be more of a fun drug. It could. It, well, it's, <laughs> you, you know there are benefits, right? Yeah. It doesn't use. It's not as intensive, right? It's not. I mean, in that case, it gets better gas mileage. Right. Well, this one I'm able to do more stuff with. I'm able to spend less time doing the things to get enjoyment out of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are certainly benefits to it. I'm not, and I don't mean to knock um, a Nintendo Switch or even a console at all. I mean, they they definitely provide different experiences. I'm just saying, I can, like. Looking forward, these are the problems that I might have getting into a game like that. Um, But, I mean, stuff like Smash Brothers, I didn't notice any frame drops or anything like that in in that game. Um, Mario, when I've seen videos, I haven't really seen anything crazy going on there. Um, So, you know, it'll be fine, and I'm sure I'll honestly probably get used to it. Um, but, but it's one of those things where I think I'm looking forward to getting back into video games a little bit, maybe Mm -hmm. being able to, to explore some of that Nintendo stuff that I never got to explore. I've never really played Mario. That's why why I bought the uh, 3DS because when you guys were playing, um, you know, Super Smash Brothers and I was watching and I'm I'm looking at a lot of these characters. I'm like, I have no idea who these guys are. Oh yeah. Which I'm like, that's kind of unacceptable. Like these are obviously in this game for a reason. These Mm -hmm. are classic notable characters from good video games and good stories. And I'm like, and I have just no clue. Yeah. You probably will never know the Fire Emblem games because that's probably not a game you'd like. It's kind of a more like time-based kind of strategy. Yeah. Um, I, I used to really love, like when that first came out, I, it was one of my favorite games, um, and the characters from that are—they're interesting. I mean, they're not like yeah, I might not play all of them. I yeah. guess, but my point is like I've never even played um, Metroid. You know, I mean, stuff like that. Like that's <sighs> yeah, you gotta, you have to play Metroid. Well, I will. Man. I mean, there's no doubt I'm, I'm going to, which is why yeah. I have the 3ds. You know, but it's just one of those things where like I, it was kind of that that eye opening moment where I'm like, honestly, there's nothing on a PC that is really like, you know, I'm not sitting there at work thinking, man, I gotta. I gotta go play PUBG. Like I'm not. There's yeah. nothing that's drawn. Like I, I don't have the desire to go play any mm. what I, you know, what I would consider modern. Um, you, not blockbusters because even some of the Switch games, I guess you could consider blockbusters. But those those mainline big titles that are that are new and pushing the envelope and doing those kind of things. Like I don't really care to play Red Dead or Vault or Redemption. Yeah, yeah. It just doesn't doesn't uh, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. um, th- there's nothing of that kind of genre that I'm like bite chipping, biting my nails to go play. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm much more. You know, I want to sit down, relax, maybe have it be a little more of a social experience, and just have some. You know, enjoy a good, a good, simple game. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's put it that way. I mean, Metroid's not going to be a complicated game. It's not doesn't mean it's easy. No, but it's certainly not Red Dead Redemption where I got to go all over this map and and do all these things. And it's like, you know, I'm going to run through here and shoot some shit. Yep. Um. You and know. I mean, there in in Metroid, there's like some minor. I mean, there there's like some puzzles and stuff like yeah. that. But it's not like you know you're you're not having to travel you know all the way across the world to like figure out a puzzle. I mean, there's there's some backtracking in, the, in that game and whatnot. But there you know, and there's a map that you've got to kind of try to fill in and stuff like that. But it's not it's not going to be the same um, like you know like as in like Skyrim and stuff. Yeah, like that, exactly. Like where you're just like. I just yeah like zero. I've tried that game Skyrim a couple of times, and every time I get to the point, I'm just like, mm, I'm not doing this. Yeah, um, because I, I've done it, and for whatever reason, I just I we I just time is is um, a resource I don't have a ton of right now. Right. So it's like, do I really want to dedicate this time to doing this? Mm-hmm. Uh, probably not. Yeah, um, I mean, my biggest thing is like I, I just don't like single player games that much. I mean, I do, um, but they have to be phenomenal. Yeah, um, like I've considered going back and playing Mass Effect recently, but like the only 
way that I want to do that is like I want to go through it with with Cassidy or something, so that mm. so that she can honestly and it's honestly like yeah, I, I'd like to experience the story again, but it's so like she can experience the story because it's right. I feel like it's that good of a story. Mm-hmm. But that's a very small. There are only a very few video but games. But I mean, if that you look at it like that, that, is it still a single player game? Not like, really. Not one hundred percent, right? <laughs> um, you know, and even I mean, even something like Knights of the Old Republic. Like I would one hundred percent will go play through that again to yep. to to show her that sort of show you know to to hang to to have experience that experience again that she probably is never going to have because she's probably not going to sit down and play those by herself. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but that's about it. Like, yeah. there's nothing new. There's no new game that I'm like the story is oh so good I need to sit down and play it. Um, and there's no multiplayer game that is. Um, I mean, PUBG, I'd love to play, but man, the last time I played that, I just, the, the net, there were so many problems that I, I'm, I was frustrated more than I was having fun. Yeah. Um, and that's fine. That's kind of one of those games where, you know, you got to maintain your skill set. You do. With it's that like playing too. golf, right? I mean, it's 100% like playing golf. Like, I mean, any, it's, it's, when there's a physical component like that, when you're mm-hmm. talking hand eye coordination and, and reflexes and, yeah. and all that in Twitch skills, I mean, that takes, practice it takes maintenance i mean mm-hmm. that's that's the long and short of it there is you know it's not um a game where i can you know spend two hours you know maybe on my downtime at work reading about a skill build or something and then and then i've improved my skill in the game yeah just by doing some reading like there's no substitute for sitting there at the keyboard and shooting and and yeah. you know in and, and playing the game so um like i used to play a lot of destiny one yeah um and man if i didn't play it for a week and yep, i came back rusty as hell like i just didn't even want to play um pvp because it's just like you just get mauled yeah um so, so yeah, I mean, take that, and then we're talking some of the most competitive games that exist. Yeah, you know, we're not. I mean, Destiny was was probably sort of competitive, but it's not. It's not Counter Strike. It's not uh, Call of Duty. It's not Battlefield. It's it's not PUBG. It's not Fortnite. You know, it's mm-hmm. not one of these games that's at the forefront of esports. Right. Um. So, and not that Call of Duty or, or Battlefield are either, but um, you get my point, though. Um. So yeah, I mean, that's where I'm at, kind of with that. I think it's going to be a good thing. Um, I'm looking forward to owning the first my first Nintendo console. Um, I have a feeling it'll probably it's a good it's one of those things that like I've always wanted one, mm-hmm. but like I've always had a reason not to like yeah. like GameCube, and I'm like, ah, but this PS2, I just it, it's better technically. Yeah, I've, I, there's all these other PlayStation games that are exclusives from Final, PlayStation Final One. That's what I'm saying. Like, that, like <laughs> well, I mean, not necessarily that, but like Crash Bandicoot and all these other like some Gundam games because you know it's it's Japanese, so there's yeah. a lot of still playing those Armor Core games. I did. I wasn't really a fan. Man, I loved those games. The, they were kind of cool, but they were just a little technical and complex, and they were just a little above. Maybe it might have been my age. I just yeah. didn't. I didn't do well in them. That's fair. Um, but I loved the concept. Yeah. But there. Were, but I guess my point is that there was no real reason for me to go get a GameCube because mm-hmm. I had more reasons to get a PlayStation Two. Right. Um, and then obviously with the Wii. I didn't really have, like I said, didn't really have a desire. So this is the first time where I'm like, I don't really have a, like, there's no better substitute mm-hmm. um, to, to do what I'm looking to do. Just enjoy some video games for, for video games. Right. Not- and I mean, and it's, you know, like you were talking about uh, getting to play games with Cassidy and stuff like that. Like, I mean, it's the perfect console to do that kind of yeah. stuff. Because, I mean, you know, you can play Mario and, you know, you can do two players on Mario and you can do... Um, you know, multiplayers playing, you know, Mario Party. Yep. And well, I mean, it's, it's more social, Brothers right? I mean, like, and, yeah. we, we've talked about it, even, even with D&D and playing Magic the Gathering and all this stuff. It's fun because you do it with other people. Mm-hmm. And I guess I've just, you know, um, I, I feel like I've 
with work and all that stuff, I'm, I'm isolated already and I'm not doing enough of the stuff that I want to do. So like the last thing I want to do is come home and sit by myself in my room and with some headphones on and right. like, I mean, it just doesn't sound appealing. Like I'd rather be social and spending time with people and, and having those kind of experiences. So, um, I think it's a good choice. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I, you know, Smash Brothers, I've never played. It's kind of intimidating. It's um, really easy, though. I mean, there's I mean, I really, it's easy. you only push, like, three buttons. I know, but, but <laughs> well, you say that, but here's the problem. Is there is a very, very deep competitive meta to that game. And, and just knowing that that exists is going to make me want to do it. Because that's, <laughs> that's, that's the way that I, I'm just a power gamer. I can't help it. Um, and it's like, if there's somebody out there doing these things to improve their efficiency 3%, I'm like, I have to learn how to do that. Right. Um, so that's the only reason I'm kind of like, you know, I know I'm going to be too competitive playing that game. Um, but that's part of the fun. So I guess my, I get the, the, the good part of that is it's, it's not like all the competitive stuff is lost, right? Mm-hmm. I can still play smash and, and, and try and pick up a new skill. Right. I'm um, the only thing that bugs me is there's probably people that have been playing that game for 15 years competitively. And I'm going to be at a very severe disadvantage. Yeah. Not that I'm going to be, you're going to be really at a disadvantage if you pick up those skills, because it's going to be like commander where everybody goes for the strongest guy first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you might you might want to uh sandbag a little bit. <laughs> just so that, well, so I mean, that all, I, I had, all three I, of your opponents I've are not just to, tagged in you the whole I've, time. <laughs> I've yet to play the game, so uh I still have a ways to go to get there. Uh, but don't be surprised if after two or three weeks it's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> listen, to, listen, come into you like listening to Eye of the Tiger, <laughs> no, <laughs> fighting, <laughs> fighting the computer, three v one. Yeah, um, like, check this out. <laughs> Look what uh, I can do with cloud. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, um, so yeah, that's that's basically the Christmas that uh, more or less. I mean, I, I bought. I, I'm not buying it for cats. I'm buying it for us, I guess, because mm. um, it's it's too expensive. Those fucking controllers, man. God yeah. damn, fifty five bucks a piece. Yeah, yeah, um, that's on sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, that's the thing. Um, and really, every. I mean, the console itself is is not cheap. Yeah, I mean, I think it's worth. You don't it. have to buy memory cards anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, if you want to download games, you do have to put an SD card in it because it only comes with thirty-two gigs. What? Yeah, which is fine for like putting save files and shit on it. But if you want to like download a game off the Nintendo Nintendo market, you're probably going to need a bigger one. Mm. Um, Fair, but they're not expensive. I mean, my one hundred. I was looking today, one hundred twenty-eight gig Samsung uh, micro SD cards, twenty bucks. Yeah. So it's like, that's fine. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think what else, I mean, that I've spent money on a power bank, because obviously the big part of it for me, too, is that it's portable. So if we go to dinner, if we go out and do anything, I mean, where we're going to be waiting or sitting around or have downtime, it's like, throw that shit in your purse and let's you know, take some controllers. And Because um, I think the battery, they said the battery lasts between like two and six hours, depending on what you're playing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but with that power bank, um, I think it says it'll get like three charges of the battery. So, I mean, honestly, that's what it will never run out. I mean, realistically, it will run out. We're going to be playing Smash Brothers on the plane to uh, California. Yep. I mean, to to Japan. (laughs) I mean, all that stuff. Uh, you better believe when you're driving to Chicago for Gen Con, I'm going to be sitting there playing something. Um, it's in Indianapolis. Uh, Gen Con? Yeah, I was thinking, sorry. I was thinking Adapticon. of Adapticon. Adapticon yeah. Yeah. Getting, there's too many conventions next year, man. i got to get them all straight. But, <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I mean, uh, so it'd be pretty cool. That little battery though was was not cheap uh, relative to most power support little power packs. Um, it's just been kind of more expensive than I thought. And the games too. Yeah, I mean they're sixty bucks a pop. Sixty bucks a pop, man. Yeah, adds up quick. Oh yeah, I, I mean. mean that's the one three, thing I will three say. Three games about. is almost three games with tax is two hundred bucks. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's that's the thing is I with uh I will say with PC games I don't remember the last time I spent sixty dollars on a game. No, you got Steam. Yeah, I mean <laughs> you, you wait till a sale and shit. I'm paying you know fifteen bucks for a Grand Theft Auto or yeah. something. You know, um, yeah. and yeah, that that is definitely one of the benefits is is that kind of market. But at the same time, I mean. I'm hoping oh, yeah, you got Cardinal and stuff like that. I mean, you can still pick yeah. up some of the used games. Yeah, I mean, it's a game. Like it's that. like you need it new for sure. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I'm not worried about it really. I mean, there's not a ton that I really want either. I mean, honestly, I could probably spend four or five hundred dollars and get every game that I really want to play, anyways. Right. And be busy for a while because mm-hmm. again, it's not like this is something that I'm going to be able to do five, ten hours a day. Right. So I mean, if we're talking, it takes thirty hours to get through a game, and I've got an hour to play. I mean, shit, that's a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and, and that's not counting. You know, maybe some of those I mean, hours who, I'm spending. Whoever gets, whoever gets through their catalog anyway. I mean, I mean, realistic- no, I mean honestly, <laughs> man, it's kind of funny because, like, speaking of Steam sales, it's, it's good and bad because, like, I'll go through my game library and like, why do I even have this game? Yeah, because it was on sale. Because it was like fucking was four dollars, <laughs> and I was like, fuck yeah, this looks decent. Whatever, I'll probably play this sometime. I'm not playing that game. Yeah, um, maybe I would have in college, but but now it's like I don't have any time for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. I mean, you you very rarely will make it through your catalog, and um, I don't know. You, they're sixty bucks, but I think there's also a lot of value in a lot of those games too. Yeah, like you know, like especially, said, especially multiplayer games. Yeah, that's exactly what I was just about to say. If you just focus on the multiplayer games and pick up like one or two single, single player which games is that you're plan. really excited yeah. about, you know, I think you're going to get a lot out of those. Because I mean, you know, we have people over, you know, somewhat regularly, and uh, you know, I mean, people love playing party games. Yep. Uh, you know, we have you know New Year's coming up, and yep. I know that people are going to want to play some of these party games. Yeah. Um, you know, and then you know you got all these card games and stuff like that. We play with that too, but I mean, there's something about just sitting down and throwing out the contra or, con- or uh, controllers, yeah, and being like, all right, it's time for. Some it's very colors. nostalgic, man. I mean, it just <laughs> it is. You know, I mean, that maybe that going back to nostalgia. I mean, it's yeah. like as fun as that is. It just reminds me of being. You know, twelve and sitting around with my buddies playing. Oh yeah, you know, playing all night. I mean, it's the same thing. So, um, so yeah. I mean, really, that's that's what I've got. I mean, it, I think I've ordered Smash Brothers, uh, Mario Kart, and uh, Let's Go Pikachu, which is not a multiplayer game, but um, I want to play it. I don't even. I don't even know if I've even heard of that. That's one. the new poke. That's the Pokemon game. Oh, okay, okay. It's oh, let's, that's let, right. Because let's go Pikachu or yeah, let's go Eevee. Eevee. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So I got. I went with the Pikachu one. Okay. Um, and then uh, you know I'll probably pick up Mario Odyssey. I, I, I meant to order that today. Actually, uh, I'll probably order it tomorrow. And then eventually, I'm sure I'll get Breath of the Wild just to play through it and get that Super Mario. Yeah. Um. I. I. I'm, so that's a. It's a 2D or 3D game. Yeah, it's a 2D. Really. It's a side scroller. Really. Is it a recreation of one of the older games, or is it? Just, like I said, it's kind. Of, I. I don't know. I mean, I don't. Is know it, it's not like a port the or deal anything. about it, but it's like it's like the Super Mario one on Super Nintendo. Okay. But it's. I think it's bigger. Okay. And it's not exactly. It's. It's not exactly the same game. I'm pretty sure. Okay. It doesn't because it doesn't look like the exact same game. Um. And it seems like there's a lot more. To yeah. I mean. I'll, yeah, grab stuff like that too. I mean, for sure. Um, 
but yeah um so what about you what's what's the what's the chris one for christmas i don't even know man. Yeah. I just i mean camera we're, equipment we're, we're, <laughs> say, it's kind of funny you know we've talked about this before is that uh we are probably very difficult to shop for because cassie's like i don't even know what to get you because everything you want you just buy and i'm like well yeah that's kind of what happens yeah um that's why i don't have kids because i'm like fuck buying you <laughs> That's, I'm gonna buy I'd myself like, toys. I'd like some additional PTO in my bag. <laughs> right. Yeah. Can I have a um, week vacation, please? I don't know. I mean, like, like you said. I mean, I pretty much just buy everything that I. That, that sounds I need. terrible. I know. Like, it but does. it doesn't. I mean, but like, you know. I mean, that's that's the benefit of having gone to school and having, yeah. you know. I mean, and having a career. By the time and, I finish this master, and I'll have spent like seven years. I could have. I could almost have be a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Well, without if you don't know crap, but anyway, I digress. Um, <laughs> what would I? I mean, I don't even know. Um, I don't know. There's not. There's just not really anything that I'm super excited about. Um, that I would that I would really need. I mean, I'm excited about you getting the switch because that means I get to play the switch. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, uh, no. Nah, I mean, there's just not really. There's not really too. I mean, I'm not really big on getting presents anyway. Yeah, like, I'm not either. I mean, I'm. Ha- I mean, I'm more than happy if you want to send me presents. I mean, I'm not going to turn them down or anything like that. I can give you a PO box if you. <laughs> <laughs> if you want but uh but yeah i mean it's just i, I don't really get excited about presents anymore because it's just like i just don't really get good presents anymore anyway well so i mean <laughs> honestly uh you know i mean it goes back to what, what we've said is that uh you know if it's reasonably priced yeah. and i want it i've bought it yeah like there, i mean there is literally no 50 dollar thing that i like want mm-hmm. that i just haven't gone and bought yeah I mean, it, it. you know, I mean, the things I haven't bought that I want, you know, there's a, a lens for the Panasonic that's $1,300. Right. There's uh, a, a drone that's $1,400. Like, right. like those are the things that I want. If anybody that, in my family is listening, there's quite a few, yeah. too, but you probably don't. And that's, <laughs> I always hate that. Like, well, what do you want for Christmas? Well, I want this. And they look it up on there and like, yeah, no, it's not going to happen. I'm like, yeah. it's all right. I, was, I didn't, wasn't expecting it. Yeah, I was not expecting that as a present. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's tough. Um and I, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm super hard to shop for because it's just like my tastes change quickly, or not maybe not even my taste, but what I'm into. Yeah, changes really quickly. Um, and I don't really like little knickknack things, like you know, like. Funko Pops and stuff like that. Like, I just don't really like that aesthetic. So, like, I mean, that's like an easy thing that, like, usually if you have like oh, you're a nerd you like family, superheroes. Yeah, it's yeah. like oh, I'll just get you the Funko Pop. It's I mean, most people that I know like them. Uh, but it's just, I like it just certain really, ones, yeah. but I'm very picky, right? Yeah. Like, like you can go get me a Star Wars one. I'm like, yeah, I don't want that one, but I've yeah. got an R2D2. You know, there's certain ones I like, right? Um, but yeah, I'm with you. Um, and I, honestly, I haven't really asked for much either. You know, people always ask me what What do you want? And it's like I, I don't worry about it. Yeah, you know, I'd almost you know, and gift giving is one of those interesting things because uh, it gets to the point where you just feel such an obligation to get somebody a present, mm-hmm. um, just by proximity or whatever. And like, I'm not saying presents are a bad thing, but like the presents that I love giving are the ones where like you're out and you see something you're like that belongs in like they yeah. they need that right <laughs> yeah. like they need that that's them 100%. What's so stressful is those things are not common. Mm-hmm. Um and, and, so, and nowadays I mean being on Amazon yeah. like it's like there is no shelf for you to browse at Amazon. No, there's not. And I've tried, man. I have tried and tried to find a good way to do that mm-hmm. to like try and like find niche stuff that I oh, I know this person likes these things. Can I try and shop these categories? And it's just so, there is so much stuff mm-hmm. to sort through that it is 
just impossible. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, it's one of those things where, honestly, I'm just happy to spend time with people most of the time. Like, I don't really need or expect presents from, from right. my brothers and sisters and whatever. I mean, I just, I mean, really, like, you know, from family and stuff like that. I mean, if you just card. Yeah. Like, the fact that you thought of me is enough for, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, or, or like you said, I mean, just getting to spend time with them, you know, during the holidays. And like that. So, when you were growing up, you guys celebrated Christmas? Yeah. Well, thinking back, what was the one present that, like, you will oh, never man. forget opening? I'll never forget opening. I'll tell you mine. I mean, just while yeah. you're thinking about that. So, I remember, I mean, this was just an amazing Christmas. I remember I was five years old. Um, so this was 1990. Um, we had just moved to America um, from Germany. So my dad was in the military, yeah, yeah. so we moved around a lot. And the first, uh, you know, three or four years of my life was spent in Germany. Uh, part of it was spent in North Carolina, which is where I was born. And then we moved to Germany. And then um, I just remember that that Christmas. I guess I was I was probably four that Christmas because my birthday is right after Christmas. Um, and so I guess it was 1989. Um, I remember waking up and walking into the living room and, you know, it was kind of like one of the first Christmases that I ever really remember anyway. Um, but I walked out and there was like this huffy bike. Um, and this isn't the present, but, I, but I was still like super hyped about this too. It was like this green, like lime green huffy bike. <laughs> Um, and it had a radio on the front. Do you, did, I think there's probably, probably a little bit before your time. time yeah. Um, but it had like this little radio on the front. It had like this foam thing, I guess, to protect you if you yeah, like, yeah, you crashed. hit the radio. But I thought it was just so cool because I could just ride up and down the street, you With know, listen radio. to this radio. But anyway, that, that wasn't what like super excited me. I probably, I mean, I got a lot of use out of that bike. But the most important thing was, is I started like digging through all these toys is I found my first NES. Ah, so the reg- the 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 first Nintendo Entertainment System, um, and there were a couple games on there. I remember Duck Hunt and Mario came Duck with Hunt it, right? And Mario were the ones that came with it, and so I had the little gun. Yeah, um, I had that too. But I don't think I we got had, it for Christmas. Um, Double Dragon, and that's probably the game that I played the absolute most on there. I mean, Super Mario, all right, Mario Three, I played quite a bit, but I also played a ton, a ton of Double Dragon. Um, and I just remember like seeing that, and like I'd never had a game console before. Um, well, that was pretty even, much the first one. I mean, you had the Atari before that. Yeah, I mean, and the Commodore, Commodore sixty four, yeah. and that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I'd never. I don't even remember playing any video games like at other people's houses or anything like that before that so i was just amazed at what this thing was um and you know and and as a kid it's like in this huge box and there's all (laughs) these pictures on the back of it of all these different games that you you know you can can play in it and it's like i'm like holy crap like like these things look awesome. I just I remember there being like it might it probably wasn't a dragon, but it was like some kind of contra thing that you had to fight that looked like a dragon on the back. And you know I, I've always been fascinated with dragons. Uh, you know even as I was a little kid. Um, and uh, you know there was Mario, and there, there was just all these little things on the back of this thing. And I'm just like this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. And um, so my dad finally gets it set up in the living room, and I woke up probably I mean, it was five o'clock in the morning. So my parents weren't even close to waking up yet. Um, so they probably set that up at like maybe eight o'clock in the morning. Um, and I remember, man, I spent every minute that they would let me playing this freaking Nintendo for that like all of that that. 
that Christmas break yeah. you know, from school. Oh, yeah. And uh, like I was so addicted to this thing that my parents went and bought me a, a, a TV. I remember my dad's um, friend was getting deployed somewhere. Or he was getting stationed somewhere else and he had this this little 20-inch TV. And it was, it was so funny because the power button didn't work unless you held it in. <laughs> so like we had to tape like a piece of paper to it so it would like stay plugged in and then you the only way you could turn it on and off was the with the remote control and uh yeah man i played i played nintendo on that thing so much um i I was actually really sad because probably i don't know i probably had it for five years or something and i remember the day that it died oh really so i'd moved to we'd moved to texas um, and I don't, I don't remember how time, I mean, probably, I guess maybe in middle school at that point. Um, and I remember I was sitting there playing games with my friend and he brought over this Friday the 13th game and I really wanted to play it. Um, for some reason I was a real big fan of Friday the 13th when I was a kid, even though it scared the crap out of me. Um, and we put it in. And I just remember, like, the first thing that pops up is Jason's mask. <laughs> and then my Nintendo never worked again. <laughs> That's kind of ironic. Like, yeah, I was just like, are you serious? I'm like, what happened? Like, I, uh, you know, I was, I was so sad. And then after that, I ended up getting a Sega. But I was so mad because I'm like, you know, this game just killed my Nintendo. And, like, I was in denial for a long time. Oh, like, sure. I remember we went to, like, Blockbuster or whatever. And I was like, hey, can I, can I run a game? <laughs> Because I want to see, I was like, well, maybe just all of my games don't work. And maybe if I get this new game, right, that one will work. And no, of not course, quite. It, of course it didn't. And then we get home and my dad's like, my dad's talking to my mom. He's like, why did you rent this game? Like, you know that his Nintendo doesn't work. <laughs> he still rented this game. And I was like, I had to try, dad. Yeah. I had to try. <laughs> All right, so I gave you plenty of time yeah. to think about yeah. what yours um, was. So it's kind of funny because I've I've got plenty. So, but uh, the the one that I probably remember the or that not that I remember the most, but that I am told in retrospect that I was ridiculously excited about um, was it's probably around the same age, four or five. I was really into like big like construction equipment okay. seems weird but i like trucks and cars and and um I, I had a bunch of tonka stuff and i got this like giant like look well, i can say giant it being four or five it was giant um but it was like a backhoe that you could like sit in and like, i remember that and you could drive it around that, yeah. and fucking use the thing on the back mm-hmm. and that thing was uh, uh that was pretty amazing um yeah, but I it was too. I'm too young. I, I'm trying to remember like seeing it and whatever. I remember it was outside actually because mm-hmm. I don't think they could fit it like in the basement. I had this little dump truck. Yeah, that you could ride on, and I remember it, it had like this hole in the front that like had a little cap that you could put on it. But I remember like I would always stick like all of my Matchbox cars in the front <laughs> of this thing, and I would just like roll around with yeah. it. And then, like, I mean, I would even, like, ride it down, like, the, the sidewalk or whatever. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I'd get out and, like, I'd find a good patch of dirt and I'd bust out all the Hot Wheels. And, you know, I had, like, little monster truck Hot Wheels. Oh, and, yeah. Man. Yeah, those are, I mean, Hot Wheels, I, I still have quite a collection of those. Um, I was really into NASCAR at one point, so I have, like, a ton of NASCAR Hot Wheels. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so the, some of the other good ones um, throughout the the PlayStation Two was a big deal, mm-hmm. um, especially because that was uh, it was hyped right like yeah. NES probably wasn't hyped like that. But we had the PlayStation One and, and I guess the uh, well the PlayStation One was probably in the Super Nintendo I guess. 
I don't know. The, the Nintendo commercials were pretty sweet back in the day. Well, I, don't know yeah, if I guess, but those, but which... the hype was growing, right? Like video games were still. <laughs> my point is that it wasn't quite to that. No, point. I know. I'm just I'm so just when kidding, when it but... came to the time for the PS2, and they, of course they were releasing it. Like I think it was like around Christmas when that thing came out. Like it mm-hmm. wasn't even you know they were they weren't playing around. Yeah. Um. So like I remember it being questionable whether we would even be able to get one. Mm-hmm. Um. Simply due to like the demand. Yeah. I remember. Um, the- N64 was like that too. Yeah, and it was, so it was around that time period, time of year, I think, when it was coming out. And um, so I wasn't, I had asked for one, but I like wasn't sure we were going to get one. So I remember I was super hyped when we actually did get one. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think, I don't know if it was that same year, um, but this was one of the coolest ones that I remember. And it's actually kind of relevant um, to, to some nerd stuff going on today. So um, it was when Dragon Ball Z was big or getting big, mm-hmm. but the toys were not. Like, they existed, but they were these really shitty action figures. Yeah. I mean, you probably remember them. They were really hard to find, too. Yeah, exactly. Like, I remember, like... Like you, like I had to go to like I get it was I think it was uh, we got an electronic I got boutique a Toys R Us or whatever's where there I was uh, yeah God that was a crazy cool store wasn't yeah. it yeah EB was electronics boutique and there was a uh, Sam's I don't know there was another store that had some too uh, might have been electronics boutique that that it was and I'm just thinking of something else um, but to- our Toys R Us had some um, and I I think I had maybe like a Goku or a Vegeta or so, like a couple of them. Um, but I remember opening this present and I was just in awe because I got a brawly action figure and he is like literally two and a half times the size yeah. of the other ones. And at this point I didn't even know who the fuck brawly was. Right. I'm just like, Oh, look at this dude. You know, I was just like, this is insane. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and so that was a really good, good one. Uh, I got a, like around the time, uh, the nineties Batman movies, I got a bat cave. Uh, that was that was was pretty hype. Um, those are probably some of the better ones um, that yeah. that really stand out to me. Um, I mean, I'll be honest; it's one of those things where I was I was pretty lucky, so uh, I didn't want for much as a kid. So it, 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 it saddens me to say, like, there was nothing that like this was the day. Like, I had gone for mm-hmm. two years wanting something, and yeah. then finally got it. You know, I was pretty lucky, and then if I really wanted something, I mean, for the most part, I was able to get it. It might not have been immediately, but yeah, at some point throughout the year, I would get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're, you know, it's good and bad, I guess. Um, but, uh, but yeah, there, there was definitely the, the PlayStation was, was a good one. Uh, that backhoe, I probably was, was the biggest deal, um, at the time. The funny thing about that was, this is a good Christmas story too. So, uh, obviously like the whole Santa thing, you know, um, I think it was first grade was when I started to catch hints that he might not be real. Yeah. And I was convinced. I was telling my parents, like, no, he's not real. It's it's done. I get it. What are you, you guys are doing it? Whatever. Well, <laughs> my parents outsmarted me. Outsmarted first grade me. So, <laughs> my dad set up our uh, the video camera in the basement. And he's like, and they're telling me, leading up, he's like, we're going to set this video camera here. And we're going to catch Santa. We're going to show you. We're going to hide it. They hid it. We're we're hiding we're hiding this camera. He's not gonna know it's here. We're gonna well, we're gonna prove it to you. And I was like, whatever. He's not real. It's not gonna happen. And sure enough, the next morning, the you know, deception of parents, right? And then they pull that videotape out and and uh, put it in the VCR. And sure enough, there's Santa coming in the house, putting the presents on the tree. And I'm like, motherfucker. So I took I, no shit. Took I took this videotape to school, and I was like, look. I've got proof <laughs> that Santa is real. And we watched that shit. 
like the teacher put it on TV on the TV and stuff. Um, That's hilarious. And that was probably one of the better Christmas memories I have because it, it was just kind of fun to think back. So what's your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, Christmas, Christmas Story is probably... It's it's so hard for me not to say A Christmas Story because I love that movie so much. I love Elf. It's, it's good. I mean... I love it. It's not my favorite, but I do. I mean, it's probably... It's in my top five. Um, Christmas Story is good. Christmas Story... It's just a little... Again, it's dated. I don't think it's aged great but it's nostalgic i can, I can still watch it today As a matter of fact i'm probably gonna watch it this weekend um but mine talking about toys um is jingle all the way with yeah, arnold, arnold yeah yeah it's a good one man I, I was such an arnold schwarzenegger fan when i was a kid you know i mean he's i mean he's a real life superhero you know <laughs> i mean he's just a, you know a crazy awesome guy um and that, I mean that movie was just so cool to me, and Turbo Man was such a cool idea. <laughs> yeah, um, that's probably my favorite. Uh, and then I mean you got Home Alone. Uh, Home Alone Two is uh, my my favorite of the two because we don't talk about any of the other ones. But um, Home Alone Two was just such a fantastic Christmas movie. Um, you know, because I mean, what kid doesn't fantasize about like what Macaulay Culkin went through in that situation? Yeah, you know? no, there there are so many good ones. I just have to say, like, if I'm gonna, if I had to pick i'm gonna watch a christmas movie it's gonna be elf yeah i think i've got elf in Gr- i mean the grinch is good too mm-hmm. with jim carrey mm-hmm. uh santa claus i mean that's yeah with fantastic. tim allen yeah. yeah yeah i mean there's some really good ones um yeah i still have to go with elf man yeah something about maybe again it's nostalgia the reason that i can't say elf is because i was older when elf came out I mean, I so it's too. not like it's like i just don't have that that connection to that movie like it's a hilarious movie and i do like to watch it but i just don't like i can watch it and it not be christmas and it's the same experience for me you know what i mean yeah i get that but to me that's why i like it because it's it stands that test yeah. right it's like i don't it, it's such a it's a good movie mm-hmm. regardless of christmas yeah so to me that makes it my favorite or the best or whatever yeah. but um there are certainly some movies that yeah are kind of they do give you a different kind of warm and fuzzy when mm-hmm. it's you know Christmas time. Yeah, like I'm not, I'm just not gonna watch, um, you know, Jingle All the Way when it's not Christmas. I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna watch Home Alone too yeah. when it's not Christmas time. I'm not gonna watch Santa Claus when it's not Christmas time. You know what I mean? Um, but Elf, like I don't know, I guess Je- or uh, Will Ferrell has just got that that character. It's just a, a well written movie, just... <laughs> man. I mean, it's just well written all around. It's got yeah. a good story. Um, you know, it's, and it's legitimately funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Well, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. You know, I'll be honest. I don't know that I've ever seen the whole thing. Really? Yeah. Isn't it kind of a musical? Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah. That's probably yeah. why. I don't, I don't do that. Singing's, singing's a no-go. Can we just talk like normal yeah, people? I hear, I'm not, <laughs> a, I'm not a huge part of it either, but. I like the character design. I love the art, but yeah. I just. I remember watching the behind the scenes of that stuff and just how many heads they had to make for Jack Skellington just to get, you know, all of those expressions and to right. get him. I mean, each each one of those, it's not like they just kind of like molded some clay to look a little different. I mean, each one of those is a completely hand-sculpted, hand-painted head. You know, it's just it's just crazy to me. You know, they got like this little platter of heads, and it's like, okay, it's next, and take a picture, and it's next, and take a picture. You know, right. it's just yeah, claymation stuff is nuts. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that's uh, is, that's all I've got. Is there anything else you want to tackle? Uh, well, just real quick, uh, we saw the Hell Hellboy. Oh yeah, um, shoot, we got to get on some tangents. Too. Yeah, that yeah. was uh, one more of the trailers that we watched. Um, that came out just this week. Um, yeah, so we've got a new actor, uh, David Harbor, which was also from which is Stranger also Things, from right? Stranger Things, and Shared one the of, sheriff. 
and one of my favorite female actors of all time, Mila Jovovich. Yeah. Um, of Fifth Element fame, but I love Fifth Element, and then of the Resident Evil. Movies. Resident Evil, man, that's there. Yeah. Um, love. So I'm definitely. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it, it looks good. I mean, you know, there looks to be. Uh, it looks like I'll be honest, your stereotypical superhero movie, like. Yeah. You see good action and mm. kind of witty humor and stuff mm. like that. Um, quippy relationships yep. and stuff. Um, but I mean, I do. But like, he kind of he kind the Hellboy movies kind of started doing that before. Oh, I'd agree. Marvel did that. I would agree. Which, he was that um, kind of like yeah, not so serious character. He did. Yeah. He, he as in his character did not mm. take all that stuff seriously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, the character of Hellboy seems a little more serious. Yeah. Than the previous iteration um not not the not the it is rated r so i mean that's oh, really? kind of yeah, i uh, missed that yeah i mean that's kind of going to add a little bit to the serious it, i guess um yeah but one of the things that i thought was really cool is that they showed the peacemaker which is his pistol and it's yeah. just, that's like always been one of my favorite things about him i mean i like guns and stuff like that but like of his character that's like his signature thing right um and i think it looks really awesome um i've always wanted to get a replica of one I'm sure it's not cheap it's not uh, the one from the last movie. It like went way up in value, so I'm like hoping that maybe I can catch this one. Like if if Sideshow or somebody makes the replica, I can catch it for like a reasonable deal and not yeah. have to pay like crazy second or you know aftermarket prices on it. Because um, it, it looks awesome, and I would just be ha- I would be ha- just as happy with that one as I would be with the older one. So I think that's really cool. Um, it didn't really show you too much um, in the trailer, which well, is good. It didn't give you a lot of context. Yeah, so you don't. Don't really know what's going on i mean right you see cool things happening mm-hmm. but you're not, you don't have any context for it yeah um you see some kind of fantasy stuff where there's these big monsters ogres uh, and trolls ogres and yeah. trolls you see him get knocked about a hundred yards away by a troll which is is always going to be good I mean, i don't i don't like a character to just come through and just wreck everybody i want to see him getting wrecked too and and it was a little bit of a comedy relief thing um and that trailer just came out the other day i think um so if you haven't seen that one check that out too um yeah there's not really like i said there's not really too much to talk about that no, one but i did want to bring yeah, it yeah, up yeah for, yeah i forgot um, yeah, it went on so many tangents um yeah i mean I, i'm i'm excited i think it, it'll it looks worthy to go see for sure mm-hmm. um i just don't know a lot about hellboy so it's hard for me to really comment like i said yeah. i i think that the character design looks good I, I mean the shot with him uh with his full set of horns there at the end was I yeah. mean, it looks fucking awesome so yeah. and i wonder you know i mean i guess you know you said they don't give me any context i hope that's not at the beginning of the movie and that's like at yeah. the end of the movie um but you know i mean one uh, way to find out there is only, i need to paint my health you do we got a lot of stuff to do before that though unfortunately I've got a lot of yep it's time to retire guys time to retire 33 and i'm done with uh nursing <laughs> yeah i wish if only it were that simple um but yeah guys uh thanks thanks for listening as always uh we don't have any more events this year um we're kind of well i guess we're gonna be uh, are we planning on being on cardinal on monday yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're so, still going to be a so Christmas. Christmas. It's going to be Christmas Eve, but um, if you guys don't have anything to do, do check do check um, their Facebook page. Yeah, because they're going to show yeah. up Monday. Because there's a chance that they might not be open. I on think Monday. he said Christmas. He wasn't sure, or was he not yeah, sure Christ- about Monday? No, he, he was talking about Christmas Eve. Okay. They're definitely not open on Christmas Day. Okay. Um, Christmas Eve, he wasn't. So we're planning on being there. Check with them. I don't want you to show up and us not be there because that would make me feel bad. Yeah. Um, but if you're going to come, uh, be ready because I got this dragon deck ready for you. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, guys, we'll be there. So if you if you don't have anything to do on Christmas Eve, um, and you want to come hang out, we'd be more than happy to hang out. Um, even if you don't want to just play Magic, you just want to sit around and bullshit while we play Magic. That's perfectly yeah. fine, too. Um, but yeah, as far as other events, that's, that's we're pretty much uh, done for the year, and we haven't really sat down to, f- to figure out what we're going to be doing next year. But we are kind of uh, probably talking about redoing uh, some of the ways that we do events and some of the things that we're doing on a regular basis mm-hmm. um, so that hopefully we can get you guys a little more involved and hopefully we can um, you know get everybody a little bit more excited about some of our events and stuff like that. So I would be looking for some changes to the way that we've been doing things. Yeah, um, you know we're we're still learning and and growing and trying what? to figure out yeah some of the, the the ways to do things. But yeah, I was gonna say and just get you know if you guys have input. Yep, let us. We're know. all ears. Um, let us know. Uh, yeah, you can uh, message us. You can uh, drop a comment on the Facebook uh, post for the podcast. You can uh, email us at a nerd like me media at gmail dot com. You can uh, pretty much do just about anything. Uh, just get a hold of us and let let us know what your yep. thoughts are. You can. You can po- you can comment on the uh, Nerd Like Me podcast page. You can comment on the Nerd Like Me club page. You can yep. comment in the actual group. Yep. You can PM me. You can PM Corey. You can yep. PM Aaron. Yep. Let us know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are. We're certainly. Uh, you know, we're open to feedback. Um, and we just kind of again we do this stuff for you guys, so we kind of want to see what what you guys want to do. Um, so yeah. yeah, but yeah, I, I just wanted to give that heads up as we are kind of going back to the drawing board a little bit. So um, not that what we were doing wasn't working, but we think we can improve it. Um, so you know we're, we're going to see what that takes or what what new ideas we might be able to bring to the table. Um, I know we're working on new merchandise too, and there's talks of hoodies and hats and and stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so that's something to look forward to in the, in the next year. Um, but yeah, I think we got, we got a lot of stuff coming up, uh, maybe not in the next couple of weeks as far as events go, but we're, we're working on some stuff, um, that hopefully can be pretty exciting for you guys here in the near future. So, uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, if you don't subscribe, we would appreciate it if you do, um, uh, see you Monday if we don't, uh, you know, if we're still going to be playing some, some magic. Um, and then, uh, other than that, I guess we'll uh, catch you next time. Peace.